I got an email a couple weeks ago from a listener asking if I had any advice for finding a mentor. Now, while I've been incredibly fortunate to have had and frankly still have some amazing people in my life who have in one way or another taken on the role of mentor, I can't say that I've ever been intentional in the sense that I want to connect to this person or that person so that they can be my mentor. In my experience, mentors find their way into my life at just the right moment, and and it may only be for a moment. Anyway, here's a piece of a conversation with my friend and not-so-occasional mentor, John Wilkening. I hope you enjoy it. As is so often the case, we, we get 15 minutes into a conversation and go, oh, we should be recording this. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why we just don't record all our phone just calls. Just everything should be recorded. Record everything. That's the thing. <laughs> record everything. Um, so we were, we were talking about mentors we'll just you want to just back up for a little bit and and kind of kind of dive in okay so i got an email uh i don't know a couple weeks ago from a listener asking how to choose a mentor Mm -hmm. and uh this listener listed all sorts of places that uh she looked to try and find a, a mentor and mentors can be tough um Especially since I, you know, I don't really have a response to that because the as I as I told you earlier, mentors just appear. I think in in my life and have appeared for different reasons, most of the time without me actively looking for them. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. almost that like the uh, what's what's the adage when the when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Sure, yeah. And I think I have been lucky enough to have people appear in my life, or a relationship change in my life when I've needed it. And maybe even with me unaware that I needed it, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 But I, what's, and this is sort of what started this whole conversation was that the advice to get a mentor is correct, but I also feel it's lazy advice because. How do you mean? Like, is it too obvious? Clarify that a little bit. So mentors, it's hard to, you can't, I don't think you could just intentionally go out and go, I'm going to find a mentor and he's going to change my career. And that type of attitude going into it will ruin the mentorship relationship if, if one establishes itself. Why? But it's a, the mentality is one that someone who of higher authority will give you the secret Mm -hmm. or a piece of information that you currently do not have. Right. That will allow you to achieve what you want. Some sort of secret wisdom or, or yeah. 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 Well, and my response to, to this listener was, was kind of what I'm saying to you in, in that I, I can't really be very helpful because I've never actively looked for a mentor, though I've had many and continue to have people I would call mentors in my life, yourself included. 
But I think the, the mentors, the people that I would call mentors in my life, it's more of a give and take. Hopefully there's, there's, a, there's a balance there. It's not such a hierarchy-based mm-hmm. uh, relationship. Um, I think you and I give and take from one another. Um, Sean, uh, Gareth, uh, a number of people in my life, certainly Adrian is a, is a mentor in many ways. And I, I, my response was, was that, uh, and to ask, to sort of put the ball back in her court and, and say, what is it that you're looking for in a mentor? What do you, what do you, what are you looking to get out of that relationship? What are you hoping to bring to that relationship? Because I think both of those things are, are key components in, in how they can affect you and, and, and how that relationship sort of evolves and changes as, as, as time goes on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the big thing is that it's a relationship. Mm -hmm. It's a, and when people just go out, I think, and go, I need a mentor. You're someone who I like your work, be my mentor. Right. Like that's not a real relationship. And to be honest, I don't think you actually have to have a personal relationship with someone for them to be your mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's plenty of people whose work and life and ideas have have guided me that I've never interacted with. Would you put Ian Ruder in that category? I th- I feel Ab- like you absolutely, would. absolutely, yeah, yeah. Y- you know. Ernst Haas, who's dead. Sure. <laughs> like, you know, stuff like that where you, you look at and you go, okay, here's someone who's, who's done, who's doing things that resonate with me. Let's unpack their work, unpack their ideas. Well, let's unpack their motivations behind their, everything they're doing. And is there someone I could learn from? Mm-hmm. With the understanding and, that that's still not you, that, that there's still going to be some difference in even even if you follow their path it's still not your path you know there there there's that that tony robbins kind of mentality of of you know he would say you know find somebody who's getting the results that you want to get do what they do and you'll get similar results well you mm-hmm. might but there's yeah. every possibility that you might not because you're not that person you're not armed with the same skills life experiences uh, uh, ability to process, deal with, uh, move through situations. So there, there are all sorts of variables that boiling it down to just do what they do and you'll get the same results feels a little dismissive and reductionist. Mm-hmm. And I, I think this, like, this is one of the, the elements that makes art so difficult. Mm-hmm. Because I feel that in order to really succeed or reach the peak of what you're going to do artistically, it has to be the individual in, in terms of like, they can't be just following the path laid out by somebody Mm -hmm. that eventually if they're going to be who they're going to be, they're going to need to take a left or right turn on their own into the unknown. And that's where having a relationship 
like say you and I have functions as a mentor because I could call you up and go, I have a crazy idea. Just hear me out. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and just throw it at, and you will give your honest opinion of it. And I could choose whether to take it right. or leave it. Right. But even if I don't take your advice, you've informed the decision I've made. Sure. Where when you go, hey, I need a mentor, it feels more like a student and a teacher where you're like, I need the answers Mm -hmm. instead of I need to figure out the answers. Can I throw (laughs) throw some stuff at you? Right. I think there's also a danger of abdicating responsibility. Mm-hmm. And saying, well, you know, I, you, you said I should do this and that didn't work out. I tried. Yeah, you did. But you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think there's a difference between mentorship and apprenticeship. You know, I think uh, someone who's, who's looking for mentorship always felt more sort of esoteric to me. It, it didn't feel as, as defined. You know, I, I don't I don't see myself as looking for a mentor to find a new skill as much as I would say a mentor could help me deal with situations like how mm-hmm. to how to get through certain situations in my life rather than how to market better on social media or how to process color film or I, I don't know. It just seems to be less task driven and more life skill or response driven, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that that definitely makes sense. And like the reason people give the advice to find a mentor is because most successful people have found people to bounce their ideas off of mm-hmm. or even just found people to take their idea, like borrow ideas or like, you know, it's one of those where none of our ideas come from an isolated box right they're always influenced by other things and there's people that we i think you resonate with more than others Mm -hmm. so for whatever reason their their ideas or way of looking at it just makes sense to you and so if you want to say look at like someone who's made it they're going to look back at their life and go oh you need to find these people that that have brought you so much value. Right. But it's one of those that you, that journey will bring you those people as opposed to those people bringing you that journey. If you're committed to the journey, if you're committed to sort of working the program, will a mentor appear? Or do you think think it has to be conscious? I, I see. I think what happens is if, if you're, in the space of asking questions, throwing ideas against the wall, like considering new things, if you're in an open state, mm-hmm. let's put it that way, and that I think that attracts people, uh, like attracts people who are in very is similar sort of states. Sure, I, I would say that's true. And what happens is you just naturally develop people around you that then function as mentors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I don't think it's like, 
it's to the degree of of sort of the secret you know of, I, I don't no, i don't yeah. think it's like that but i i do think that that if you are like in my own life i am committed to my curiosity i'm committed to to learning and following what i'm curious about and i and as a at least a partial result of that people have been put in my path who are in a similar space maybe not in the exact spot on the continuum that i am but they are in they're in a similar space and it opens up an interesting op- opportunity for learning and for for dialogue and conversation that may help one or both of us to see things in a different way or go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. You know, like one of the reasons I love talking to you so much is you're always willing to ask questions. <laughs> uh, and you're always, I'm not so willing uh, to find the answers, but, <laughs> but I'm always willing to ask the questions. <laughs> but, but you're always, you're always sort of game to, to, to go. So what does that mean? Right. Or, okay, if that's, if that's your idea, then what about this? Mm-hmm. You know, or. Oh, you thank know. you. I mean, I try to be, I think that's where, that's where growth happens for me. And I don't always see it until maybe after the fact, if it happens at all, but it's, it's in the questions. There's more, there, there are more than just answers to questions. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what I'm finding more interesting. It's not, it's not the, the sort of binary response of here's the question. Okay. You've got the answer, but there are maybe multiple answers or maybe there are no definitive answers, but there is still that experience of working through them and trying to, to follow possibility. And that's what I enjoy is following possibilities. Mm-hmm. And that, and I think particularly in the art space or just creative space, that attitude is attracts people Mm -hmm. who are also into those things that you then down the road go, Oh, the, this thing that we've just, we just friends we're just hanging out. I've actually, there's value beyond just the friendship sure. part. And we are actually fun. Like there are elements of that. That is, you know, quote unquote mentorship. Mm-hmm. And I think it's almost the, the advice of get a mentorship is almost mentor is almost like the cart before the horse type mm-hmm. deal. It's correct. But, it's not it's not the the order that things need to happen right 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 and i think there can be i mean i know just even even recently in the last 6 months there have been sort of momentary mentors um mm-hmm. the, the project there was a project that i was working on and it i had some questions about it and i was just i was frustrated with it and I told you about this. I, I sent an email or a message rather to David Carson and in a, in a very brief way explained what the issue was. And he was kind enough to respond. And that meant the world to me. 
number one, that he would take the time to respond, but n- number two, that it was just such a moment of, of sort of clarity. The, the response was such a moment of clarity of, of well, do this. I mean, here, here's, a po- here's a potential res- response to that problem. Here's a potential solution, rather, to that problem. Mm-hmm. And would I consider him a mentor? No, not as such. But in that moment, there was an exchange. There was a, a transference of experience, if you will, between him and me. And I appreciate that immensely. Uh, it doesn't have to be more than that. It could be. And mm-hmm. maybe at some point in the future, he and I will, will you know, have some sort of conversation about this. I don't know. But the fact that, that we've sort of gone back and forth on social media enough to the point where, A, I could feel comfortable enough to even ask him, and B, he would feel connected enough to respond. That, mm-hmm. That's pretty special. That's, that means a lot to me. And I think that, that we sometimes don't notice those little things or, or don't treat them as moments of mentorship, but I believe that they are. Yeah. And I would probably argue that, that you, Carson and his work has, has informed your own work more than the majority of people out there that you've interacted with. Yeah, maybe. I I still don't understand how he does it. (laughs) (laughs) But, but see, but see, that's, that's the, that's the beauty of, of it is that his work is constantly asking questions of your own work. And it's constantly, you're looking at his work going, why did he do that? based off of my understanding of this. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's constantly challenging me. Sure. Yeah. You know, you know, like, and, and so what happens is it, it becomes, it becomes the stone, which you sharpen your own work against. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like it, you know, it's, it's the thing that you go, you look at your own work and you're like, wow, you know, couple of years ago i might have thought this was good now there's this level out there Mm -hmm. you know like and that become it becomes this this push and pull between two artists that may not in in carson's case you haven't had anything that remotely would count as a mentorship relationship correct but his work is interacting with your work and and pushing you forward. Yes. Yeah, I would say that's true. And that's that's if you want to say what the what people are looking for when they go I need a mentor. Mhm. But so are they are they being are people generally too conscious about needing it to change immediately needing to affect them somehow immediately? And and maybe not as as subtly as this example. I don't, I don't know. I, I I wrestle with that myself. Well, I th- I think that goes to the the sort of general statement of people. And I'm a hundred percent at fault of this my own, but expecting 
quick fixes to things mm-hmm. or quick answers to things. When the bigger the question, the longer it takes for the answer to unfold. Right. You know, it, you don't get somewhere great in a very short amount of time. Right. But like our expectation is that is often when we're looking at it, we look at this. Well, we look for that secret, that secret sauce that's going to get us to where we want rather than this slow grind that, you know, is constantly moving, but is also painfully slow. So where it's often unnoticeable. Right, 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 right. (laughs) You know, that. I remember uh, uh, I I was teaching at uh, this photography school and I was teaching Photoshop and I I had just read uh, Vincent Versace's book, Return to Oz. And I thought, wow, this is, he has this, this terrific black and white conversion technique in the book and it's time consuming. It's, it's, you know, 40 minutes, something like that to, to, to do it right. And, and to convert an image because you're doing channel adjustments and you're, you're comparing and, and you're really sort of, uh, um, finessing that, that conversion. And I thought, wow, this would be great. I'm going to, I'm going to show this technique to my students. So I, I made this outline and, and, brought in some sample images and and we went through converting these things to black and white and, and it, it took some time. And, and, uh, I remember I asked her, are there any questions? I was excited about this, right? Cause I, I, first of all, I think Vincent Versace is a fantastic photographer, but even more than that, I think he's a fantastic technician. And I, I really appreciated, uh, the level of, of, of detail and, and sort of resolution that he applied to this. And, uh, hand comes up and, and somebody asks, isn't there just a button for this? Or can't we just do, you know, command U <laughs> and just desaturate the whole image? And I just, ah, yes, I suppose you can, you know, but there was just that, that moment of, but why aren't you as excited about, you know, this, this multi-level, multi-step process as I am? Why do you, why do you want that quick thing you know if it doesn't turn out the way you want it then you've got no recourse you can't go back and fix it because all you did was press a button do you think some of that is is the when you begin in in a field or or something that you the thing that attracts you to that you say art or photography is the final image Whereas once you've been like doing it longer, the process is what gets you. So like you're the, the reason your students were like, Hey, I just want a button is they're looking to get to the end. Yes. Where you, for you at that point, the end was almost not, inconsequential but it was the process and the journey that got you there absolutely yeah i mean if you've ever taken a ceramics class you know the first thing what's the first thing you make typically like a bowl or an ashtray or something and and there's nothing wrong with that because it it's it's a fundamental it teaches you fundamentals but 
But after you've made, you know, 400 bowls, you want to move on to something else. There's still mm-hmm. beauty in that bowl and there's still beauty in, in a simple shape. And, and some would argue that, and I think this is true on a lot of levels, that, that simple is more difficult than messy, than complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because there's nothing to hide behind. Um, and I think this is one of the reasons that people love black and white photography is because there is a, there's a, a purity, a simplicity to it that color doesn't, color ends up being more of a distraction, right? Um, so yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think that, that at the beginning of something, you're just happy making the thing. You're happy having the thing. But as, as you dive deeper into it, you want to be more satisfied by making the thing that's more complex because there's satisfaction, I think, in the complexity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And, and like, you know, if you circle back, I think the, if you want to say the attitude of, I need to find a mentor, will you be my mentor? Is the, is the desire to get to the end. It's the desire to reach that point where you're like, I'm an accomplished artist or I'm a working artist, fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm just working and all of a sudden the, the mentors appear, if you want to say that is the, you're focused on the process of making whatever you are. And the people that are interested in what you're making will, will just accumulate. Mm -hmm. And then it's just those relationships that you foster over time. Have you ever actively sought out and, and I don't know, what's the, what's the right word? Landed, secured, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, acquired a, a mentor? Have, have you ever actively gone through that process or has it been on the back of, like you were just saying, just sort of going through the process of, of making your art or uh, making whatever it is that you were, that you were sort of in the thick of and a mentor appeared. So I've, I've never really actively looked for a mentor for the art side, Mm -hmm. but I've done so with the business side. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've, I've paid for, if you want to say business coaching Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I learned a lot, but like it was, I never, like it was always one of those things where I felt like trying to basically implement what the coach's strategies onto another world that the coach didn't understand. Hold on, back up for a sec. Clarify that. So, so their strategy didn't fit into your model. Is that is that what you're saying about that? Like uh, it it felt out of place. It was one of those where they're coming from selling like different products, Mm -hmm. typically, and they. It was one of those things where they're like, "Well, this is the system that I've used to get success. Just apply that to the art world." Okay. And not taking it, account in not taking into account the variability of of the product. Yeah, and it was one of those where it's, 
where the more I sort of ventured down that road, the more it was like, it was one of those where I was like, Oh, I have to figure out my own journey to this. Mm-hmm. Like there, there are no shortcuts. There are no like ways I could just plop a model onto like an existing system onto what I do and it will work. Was there anything that you took away from that that was applicable or actionable that, that did apply? Um, a lot more in just of like how they operated it as human beings, if that makes sense. You know, I took a lot more of the personal side mm-hmm. from talking to them. Rather than what they were actively teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so, and so it was, it was definitely one of those where like, it was both unnerving, but also like reassuring. I I don't know. There, it was this feeling of, okay, there's no secret. I just have to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Could you have gotten different results or, or maybe gotten different feelings about the results from a different mentor was, was, was the advice personal to the person or, or was, was it more of a square peg round hole in terms of no, what, what the advice it, actually was? I, th- I, it was one of those where they, those, those people did the best they could to understand what uh, the world I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like they just go do this and you'll succeed. But it was one of those where they were attempting to, they were trying to understand it at the same time, figure it out. Mm. So, you know, their own, their own unfamiliarity with my problems per se also meant that they, it, it was, they struggled with those figuring things out as well. And and you didn't feel like that was a, uh, a collaboration in working through it. It, it. I mean, it was collaborative, but it wasn't successful. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. The mentors tried. They just didn't succeed. Right. <laughs> you know, like, and it was one of those where it was like, oh, okay, I, I'm paying basically to get information. And in the end, all, the information that I got was that I have to figure it out. Right. Like I've, I've looked to various people for information, like for that same advice, but just from a, a more of a, an onlookers perspective rather than going, Oh, I'm going to pay money for this. Right. You know, it's something where you can, you can take ideas from individuals and that has value. Mm hmm. But just don't expect to just pay money to get, have someone tell you this, the answer. Right. You know, it, it's going to require more work, more thought, like all that to figure it out than just uh, drop money on something and then get the answer. Right. You know, there's no, there's no answer book out there. I, look, I think that's half the reason I talk to so many people. Mm-hmm. Is because I'm I'm trying to sort out life. I'm trying to sort out my life and what the experience is and means and where it goes. And talking to people about their lives, not just creative people, mm-hmm. but talking to people about their lives and 
living through those questions gives me an exponentially greater number of data points to work from. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, you, you basically have the, in your sort of current setup position is you get the chance to ask people that, that inspire you the questions you want to know. Yes. That's that's the secret, man. I'm just trying to figure all of this stuff out and I'm asking everybody else that I can how they are dealing with it, how they're responding to it, how they are, uh, what value they get from it, what value they bring to it. And Mm -hmm. I think it's it will this project that I'm working on for next year, I think, is going to begin the culmination of all those experiences and conversations and questions and direct them into something else. I don't know where it's going to go, but I think it's the next, it's the next evolution. It's the next iteration rather. Uh, (laughs) No pun. (laughs) And I think that that is where, not that things aren't interesting now, but I think they'll take on a different dimension. Yeah. And that's the, if you want to say part of this whole thing that becomes, if you want to say, the ta- takeaway is not that mentorship has no value. It's that it's it comes from a joint exploration mm-hmm. of things, mm-hmm. and that in in effect is valuable for everybody involved. And and then it becomes one of those things where with that with that ex- exploration, it opens you up to do make changes, explore different ideas, take turns in your life and projects that you never thought would come that you never thought would happen. Right. You know. And maybe they lead nowhere. That's the other yeah. thing. You have to be okay with with a mentor or a, a a mentorship type of a relationship leading you in an unexpected direction. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because if all you're looking for is someone to lead you where you think you already want to go, I don't know that there's a lot of value in that. I mean, there might be some, but I think the the greater sort of value proposition is that someone else is going to bring their experiences, their ideas, their responses to where you're at to lead you in unexpected directions. And you get to then respond to something unknown. And that again, leads to growth. And I think that's much more important than, than just saying to someone, tell me how to read this map. Yeah. And I think it's, it's almost more interesting for the people you're talking to as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been people who've asked me how I do what I do and I'll happily tell you how to do it, but it's also it's almost the least interesting conversation for me. Right. Because I'm just repeating what I know. And it's way more interesting for, you know, from my perspective to ask me a question I haven't heard Mm -hmm. and go, what do you think about this? And, you know, in some ways this is what our friendship, friendship is built upon. Right. (laughs) You know, being able to just go, what do you think about this? And and an and going back and later. trying it, whatever it is, like oh, you should try this, or or you know, there have been things that I've 
I've seen you do and I've tried them for myself and it, I don't get the same results. Yeah. And that's okay because the fact that I don't get the same results opens a conversation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that leads to other questions and those questions lead to other experiences, choices, and maybe answers, but the answers are almost, they're almost not the point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, everything kind of goes back to that Rilke quote, live the questions Mm -hmm. and maybe you'll live your way to the answers, but that's not really the point. The point is to live the questions. Yeah, no, absolutely. If you'd like to hear more one-off conversations with John Wilkening and others, subscribe to Jeffrey Sidoris Everything in your favorite podcast app. You'll also get episodes of Process Driven, Iterations, and In Between all in one feed. Connect with me on Instagram or Twitter at Jeffrey Sidoris, that's J-E-F-F-E-R-Y-S-A-D-D-O-R-I-S, or on my website at jeffreysidoris.com. You can also email me at talkback at jeffreysidoris.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can connect with John on Instagram and Twitter at John Wilkening, that's J-O-N-W-I-L-K-E-N-I-N-G, or on his website at johnwilkening.com. Thanks very much for listening. I really appreciate you being here. I'll talk to you on the next one.